When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com betches. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Academic. 
Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. I am Ryan Bailey. This is your, this is Wednesday. Happy hump day, folks. We did it. We did it once again. Uh, I think if you've listened this week, you've realized that I have realized that we're almost at the end of the year. And that has scared the bejesus out of me. I realized we need to, Maritza, if you're listening, we need to start working on the holiday card for Patreon. We always, this will be our second year in the row of doing a special holiday card. I've got some ideas. It might involve Lisa. It might involve Lisa Renna. <laughs> for those of you just joining us for the first time, that was my Lisa Renna cackle because we have determined this is actually, this is true. Lisa Renna is a demon. And I want to, if you're listening today, I want you guys, I want to congratulate you. We are on day uh, we're on Wednesday, which means it is the second Beverly Hills reunion. It airs tonight. So happy Beverly Hills reunion day. We left last week with Kathy Hilton coming to the stage and we've got another hour tonight to decipher, to go over, to look forward to my recap, to see how unhinged it can get. And we know it can get very unhinged at all times. So looking forward to that. And also need to remind you tonight after the Beverly Hills uh, reunion, we have the season premiere, the series premiere, mind you, of Winter House, of Bravo's Winter House, where we have combined Southern Charm. It's like putting chocolate into peanut butter, Southern Charm and uh, Summer House, and then some new people, and they mix it all in with a hot tub in the snow, and um, babies are made. No, I don't know what happens. I am so clueless on this show, except that I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Like, I have high hopes. I really do. I, I guess I guess I'm what you call an optimist just for reality shows. Uh, how are you folks doing? Are you good, man? What a day! I Kanye keeps Kanye West keeps putting on weird masks and it's scaring me. I'm starting to have dreams about it. It's very he got a new creepy mask today, and I just can't imagine this is what God wants from us. You know, the higher powers like, come on, man. Let's I gave you a face for a reason. Let's show it. And he got a haircut that looks like a barber just hated him was just like going to town like zip, zip, zip. I don't know. I think at this point, he's just messing with us. He just wants to see what we'll do. Like, could I make these creepy masks cool? Like if he tries to get me to wear one of those creepy masks, I'll probably do it, but I'm not gonna like it. It's like those weird shoes. It looked like you were sticking your hand, like your feet in some kind of prehistoric bubble machine or something. Uh, I don't know. I guess I just have to accept I'm never going to understand it and just go along for the ride at this point. 
because uh, he definitely, but, you know, okay, so let me get into this a little bit more. I watched a video where he was at, uh, like a, like a Vogue director and like another art, like a, a wedding in Italy and Jay-Z and Beyonce were there and he was there and he did two songs at the wedding, but he was wearing a mask. So it was all, all muffled. He was like, gonna run away, get one for the douchebag, take one for the asshole. And you couldn't even hear it. It's like, we get it, dude. You're in the mask. We get it. But your, your performance is suffering. Like, and do we all have to be deluded enough where he's a genius so he can do whatever he wants and he does like, I was always raised as an actor, as a theater performer, is that the, the, the performance is, is what, is what mattered. And I feel like sometimes he is now all about the image is what matters and the performance is neither here nor there because only, you know, at most 60,000 people are in a stadium seeing it, but he's now after millions and millions of people. So I feel like he wants that image to come across. He wants that image of himself in a mask rather than us singing along to his lyrics or hearing his songs. And that's frustrating. It's just like a different way of his artistry. So we'll never understand. I just, I got, I just, I have to accept Ryan, just accept it. I'm going to accept it. Uh, I was talking with a, uh, with a friend today about expectations. Well, that was a hell of a segue, huh? And, um, I was talking about, and, and about sometimes moments, you know, is that we don't, um, sometimes I don't appreciate the moment when I'm in it, you know, because I'm looking forward to the next moment or I'm looking ahead at like, Oh God, I gotta do three. I gotta do four things on Thursday and five things on Friday. And I'm never enjoying the moment at hand. And I don't know if you guys are like me with that. I think we all have a little bit of that in us where it's very, um, you know, so many cool things are happening. And like, I don't, I don't take stock of that sometimes because I'm thinking about the next things that I have to do or the next things. And, and I guess this is just a verbal reminder to myself and to you, if it means anything to you to try to be in the moment, to try to appreciate what's in front of us and not eight miles down the road, if that makes sense. And I, I also wrote down this quote. Yeah, this is also a self-help podcast. Now we do it all over here. It's so bad. It's good. Um, this is great. Uh, I've tried to find the quote. I love that. Oh, it says, um, if fun is your only objective, you can never fail. Don't you love that? If fun is your only objective, you can never fail. Now, remember, fun can be everything. Fun can be helping people. Fun can be uh, listening to people, talking with people, going on a hike. Fun can be anything. But if that is your ultimate goal, I mean, that's... That's what we all want to do, right? Like, that's what I want to do. I want to have fun. I want this to be fun. I want you to have fun when you're listening to this. I got a great DM yesterday that said, I saved uh, this girl on her trip to Chicago because she had my podcast to listen to. And that really made me feel good. And like, if I can, and, and somebody said, oh, you guys, so I'm so sorry once again that I released the podcast late yesterday. So I know you might be behind. And uh, Andrea Denver from Winterhouse uh, was on for a quick 15 minute interview. You're going to meet him for the first time tonight on Winterhouse. And then I did a solo recap of Vanderpump Rules and Vanderpump Rules, um, Somebody said they 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 pissed themselves almost when I did my Raquel voice because I, I felt bad for doing Raquel with the shaky voice. So then I made her have a really strong voice. So my strong voice, unfortunately, sounded like Mr. T was like, I love you, D DJ James Kennedy. I love you. And I don't think uh, this this woman uh, was ready for that. And she nearly peed herself. But to me, that is like if you have peed yourself listening to me, could you could you give me a. Uh, like what are those things on LinkedIn where you recommend people or go like this guy's great at making me pee. Like if you could throw me a bone on LinkedIn, that would be incredible as well. Uh, I had so many great interviews today. I can't wait to share those with you. And I have to wake up early tomorrow to interview a housewife, which I'm very excited about as well. Um, I do want to let people know that Dave Quinn's officially sanctioned Bravo book is out today. They're having the premiere uh, party for the book in New York. Unfortunately, I couldn't be there, but I'm so proud of Dave. And he is going to be coming on the podcast very soon. So I cannot wait to share uh, all of his uh, thoughts with you guys. But the book is called Not All Diamonds and Rosé by Dave Quinn. And it interviews first-person accounts of all of these housewives and so much good dirt is in this guy. So I am giving an official plug for that. I also think that could be a good stocking stuffer for the holiday time as well. 
I cannot wait to get to dig into my book. Also, on that thing, Vanderpump Rules, the new episode aired tonight. Gotta tell you, wasn't a fan tonight. Really not great episode. Next week's episode looks better, but this week's episode is a little stinky, yinky. Ugh. Not good, folks. Not good at all. It just didn't mesh. A lot of fake scenes, I felt. I uh, was very disappointed in this episode because I thought they had a really decent, but it'll still be fun to laugh about on the recap. We will be having a good time with it. I can have a good time with any Vanderpump Rules episode, but I'm also always going to tell you the truth. It wasn't a good episode. Uh, I have high hopes for this season. Did not fit in with my high hopes. So shame on you, Vanderpump Rules. Shame on you. Um, oh gosh, there was something else I wanted to share with you guys. What was it? Damn it. Oh, yeah. Salt Lake City recap. I believe that will be up on the Patreon tomorrow. I'm doing a shooting the shit with Medita Lopez episode tomorrow as well, I believe. So that's all very exciting. If you want to go over to the Patreon, um, da, 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 da. I know there is something else to tell you. Fuck. Oh, that's frustrating. OK. Oh, that's it. No, no. Oh, that's yes, that is it. <laughs> Just me going crazy over here, folks. I want to re recommend a show to you. You probably are already watching it, but if you haven't, I'd love to recommend Only Murders in the Building with Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. It's on Hulu. The final episode of a 10-episode series aired uh, yesterday. And I just thought it was delightful. It had a different uh, different pace. Um, they, they were all just really, they worked really well together. Selena Gomez, I know her songs a little bit, but I'm not familiar with her acting. Uh, is that her real voice? She kind of talks without any joy in her. She's like, what's going on, you guys? What's going on? I can't do a good, but it's like every, but it works. But it is weird. It's like an odd choice. And I'm like, does she do that all the time? I'm, I don't know her work except for a couple of songs. Uh, so, uh, but it's so charming. You just want to, it's a great, I know this sounds weird. It's a great show for the fall. Uh, it just feels like fall in New York. It's, I don't know. There's something that just really works for me with that show. So want to recommend that, uh, to you guys, if you haven't already seen that. And, um, yeah, I think that's it. So today I am so excited. I mean, really genuinely excited to have my next guests, Julie Goldman and Brandy Howard. Now, you might know them from the past Bravo show, uh, The People's Couch. They also hosted a Vanderpump Rules after show at one time on Bravo, which I was a religious viewer of. And I remember thinking, man, man, I, I, would, I would always list, but man, they're cool. I want to be like them someday. And their podcast, Dumb Gay, Dumb Gay Politics, is great. They just have such an amazing chemistry together. The comedy partnership between the two is just so fun. And I didn't know them at all. I'd met them one time at a party. And you'll hear the story. <laughs> you'll hear the story during this. And I, uh, so this is the first time I got to talk to them. And Guys, I was a giggle gertie. Yeah, I was a giggle gertie. I giggled the entire time. It was so fun to listen to them and to talk with them and to just make jokes with them. We talk about the Beverly Hills reunion. We talk Vanderpump Rules. We talk dumb gay politics. And I think I pretty much at the end just begged to drink with them. I was like, can I drink with you guys someday? Can I do that? Like, it was probably one of the creepier moments of my career where I was like, hey, you guys, could I hang out with you? <laughs> can I? It was like make a wish. Could, could I hang out with you guys one day when it's safe? I've been vaccinated. Could I hang out with you? Totally. I I really, honestly, I was like a kid where I just asked them to hang out with me. And I think that I don't usually do. Could you imagine if that's how I end every interview? Could you hang out with me? Hey, hey, that was great. Did you like it? Could you hang out with me? This is one of the handful of people I've done this on. And I'm sure they're scared. Uh, why wouldn't you be very scared? But I do want to recommend everybody go check out Dumb Gay Politics. It really is a very funny, funny show that talks about something that we all are very frustrated with, but they do it in such a way that I think it is so palatable um, and they're just so smart. So without further ado, um, let's get into it. Julie Goldman and Brandy Howard. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to iHeart's Radio's So Bad It's Good. Today, I am so excited to have 
have uh, my next guest. I met these guys um, years ago, and I can't wait to tell them where. It was really one of the most embarrassing situations I've ever had. But I have been fans of theirs since The People's Couch. They did the Vanderpump Rules After Show, and now they have one of the best podcasts um, <laughs> that actually makes politics fun. I know you're like, no, 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 no. But it really, really does kind of bring a smile to your face because I think they're really two genuinely funny, funny, brilliant people. Uh, the, this is the description for their podcast. If you know who Nene Leakes is, but not Nancy Pelosi, then this is the podcast for you. <laughs> Join Bravo stars Julie Goldman, the gay, and Brandy Howard, the dumb, as they talk about the weekend politics like they're talking about reality TV. The podcast with lots of feelings, lots of facts, and zero fucks. New episodes out every Tuesday, uh, but Julie and Brandy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having us. God, that description is good. <laughs> you, guys, yeah, yeah. you guys wrote that description. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah we wrote it. Who yeah, wrote that? That's so good. Wow. We don't have anyone, anyone who writes anything for us. We do every single thing ourselves. Mm -hmm. Oh, I wish we had. No, I, our producer wrote that, and it was. We love her. She's incredible. She does it all. She edits. She writes. No. I know it's like three in the morning, and I'm trying to edit a stupid podcast that I've accidentally mm -hmm. deleted. It is just horrifying <laughs> on a weekly basis. Oh my um, god! Yes. Can I now, tell sir, you? sir, where yeah. are you on vacation? Can we know that? Is anyone well, supposed to know uh, that you're lounging know, in bed I'm, in Hawaii or hey. something? I actually am in Hawaii. You fucker. You can tell by the bed. It looks like heaven. They say, yeah, I'm in uh, with the White Lotus right now. I'm, I'm uh, ready to. Um, okay, so I met you guys years ago, and it was a really embarrassing. You will not remember this, but you guys were at Tom Sandoval's birthday party above like some, and they were doing like a fundraiser for some teacher's thing, and Jax Taylor's credit card didn't go through. And yeah. uh I came up with my friend Molly who brought me there and I thought it was just an actual birthday party. And then I had to sign a release. And then right at the door, I met you guys and I was introduced and I was so starstruck by you guys. Oh. And I started, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen this movie broadcast news where Albert Brooks like gets a chance to do the news and he just starts sweating. <laughs> I, my whole body turned to water. And then I, and my friend Molly goes, this guy's sweating right now to you guys. And it made it worse. And then I went and hid for the rest of the party. But I was so excited to see you guys. Um, I really What's am. It, is it malls? malls? Yeah, malls. Yeah, Molly yeah, McAleer. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. that's where we, I always remember, like, I remember meeting her there. Um, yeah. And she, and then when we, like, reconnected later, I don't know that she remembered Meeting, meeting us, us there. There's yeah. a good chance. We had, I remember doing a shot with Stassi and then Katie in the background just gave us a dirty look. And I was like, yeah. that's very Katie, you know? Yeah. <laughs> on brand. That's the thing about Vanderpump. Those Vanderpump kids, man, they are always, that's, they're on brand. Like yeah. you don't show up and go, it's weird. Like Stassi right. was studying. I think she's, yeah. in the, I think she's yeah. like in grad school or whatever. You know? yeah. they, just, they are who they are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I, I want to talk about how you guys met each other and all of that stuff, but I do want to compliment you on your your podcast, which is excellent. And I've, I've gotten so, I was so downtrodden this last four years, of course. And even now, like there's been such a burnout, but I listen to your podcast and it kind of, um, it amps me up. It makes me excited to actually be a part of a political process or actually understand, or you guys just bring such a humor and, and warmth to it. Um, why are you still doing this after this last four <laughs> years? I guess that is, it just seems like such an intense topic to still talk about. Yeah. It's so draining. Yeah. It's so much work. Yeah. Honestly, we have 14 fucking listeners. <laughs> no one listens. I'm so like, aren't you? That he's I am. Listen. Thank you. For, yeah. yeah. Before we even answer that, just thank you for saying that you like, we, you know, honestly, the reason why we're still doing it is because you're still listening. But but then to and and would and would possibly even say one of the things that you just said. I mean, it's it's I I, I that really touched me. I'll be honest yeah, with you, it really, really did. Even if you only listened once, still it was really sweet. No, but you guys seem like you're really in. I mean, like you make it seem like. I mean, it just I don't know. It's very. Uh, you can relate to uh, you ladies a lot more than I can relate to anybody else. It seems. I think the thing with politics is this, at least for me, I can say, and, and I, you know, everyone has their own bag and whatever it is, that's important to you, whatever. At the end of the day, politics is our slash are your rights. That's all it is. So are we interested? Am I interested? Yeah. I'm interested in who's running and who has power over my rights. So we don't necessarily have to go into an NPR situation and be like, well, the, um, you know, the policy um, <laughs> incursion of the last paragraph of like, no, fuck that. 
I want to know, we want to know regular people who like reality TV, who watch TV, who aren't pretentious, who don't pretend that we know everything about a policy. What we do know is what affects us day to day and what um, and who's hot and who's not. Yeah. Who's <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mitch McConnell, not I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like when you go into a party and you meet people that you like, people that treat you like shit. How did you feel in there? How did you feel around a group of people? How did you feel when you were in at work? That's to me what politics is. And so when we talk about it, it's just that it's that surface. It's that easy. It's that right there on the tip for me. I'm like, right. That's like when your heart's on your sleeve, it's like, yeah. I feel it all the time. But the real reason is that one, I would, of course, wanted to just do like a, bra- a Bravo pod. Like, <laughs> let, that's all I watched. <laughs> and Julie was dykey and refused. And like, was wow, like, wow. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> she was watching so much news and it was, you know, 2016. And so she, I'm like, oh God, it was before, it, you know, Hillary had even lost. I yeah. was like, what are we going to do? Start this podcast. She's going to win. And then I'm going to be like, not interested. <laughs> this is boring. And so when, and then, so we had been tossing it around. And then the, 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 the day after the election, we were actually in Mexico and I was like, oh, so you course. guys ran, you guys ran. You were like, we're, yeah. we're, we're leaving America. Yeah. Once. <laughs> yeah, okay. That, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. we voted early and then we were like, Julie was doing stand up in Mexico and we were there and got drunk. And that was, you know, nobody thought, of course, no one thought no. what was going to happen. No. The next day, Julie's like sitting on the edge of the bed crying. <laughs> and I was literally like this. I was like this. I'm going to get so many like Melania Trump style parts. Like, I'm going to get like, so uh, my gold digger status is going to like skyrocket. I'm going to book commercials. <laughs> now that like never happened, but I was definitely trying to like pivot and, and career wise and exploit this in any way. And I was like, well, let's, this is no better time than do let's do the podcast now. Yeah. And, but when, after that uh, people's couch got canceled, but we weren't allowed to say and so I made us quit Bravo, like a drug, like drug addicts. So really, that's the reason that we're that we we eat, drink, and breathe it is because I made us quit. And it was like we had to go to rehab. I mean, I would sit at home and be like, "What do I do with my life?" <laughs> that's so intense. I mean, that really is intense. And I don't know if I would have the strength to do that at this point. I feel like it's just like I get the DTS if I miss a day of something. Oh. You know? Oh, yeah. You go into withdrawals. Yeah. It's like. And then, you know, think about, it's like thinking about your own shit. God forbid I should have oh. to think of my own shit at 8 p.m. at night on a Wednesday. That's what I was, I was thinking about. I was listening to uh, last week's episode and, and uh, Brandy, or you guys were talking about like back in the old generation or even a lot of my uh, listeners are moms. And I see that on the Instagram stories, they do 30 things before the sunrise. And like, <laughs> I can do like a solid two, you know? Yeah. And it's, it, it's so, I'm like, how is people like, I can watch my stories or my Bravo. Like I can watch that. And I go, <laughs> I go, this is what happened to Erica. And I don't believe this, but there has been no personal growth on my yeah. own part with <laughs> no. my own life. Yeah. <laughs> not exactly. even errands haven't even been run. Things yeah. no! laundry has sat, not getting done. Yep. Yep. Most yeah. of my errands are in Pasadena and it snows there. So I've got to really uh, <laughs> exactly. bank on exactly. Um, So you, you took a break from Bravo or you quit it cold Turkey. Now I know you really don't watch a lot of Bravo, but you have watched this season of Beverly Hills. Is that correct? Or yes, we, well, we, dabbled. Dipped, we did, we dipped back in. We had to watch like the Shaw's we love reunions, of course, more than anything, a, any other yeah. show. We'll anything. watch reunions of shit we've never even seen on yeah. other networks. Like, mm-hmm. oh, let's watch the reunion of 90 Day Fiance, whatever. Right. Yeah. But <laughs> so we we went, we we got, we we fell off the wagon for like the Shaw's two part shit show mm. pandemic reunion. We it, love Shaw. Yeah, yeah. we it, love yeah. Shaw's. And then so and then we also watched the Berkshires where they oh, all God. fell down. Yes. That was like in New York. Right. I love you say like they all fell down like that was one episode. (laughs) Yeah. 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 They literally did all at one point. It was at that dinner at Dorinda's house. Yeah. Yeah. It got really nasty. And then the next day they just made up like nothing had happened. Yeah. I blame alcohol, Dorinda said. I blame like, yeah, of of course. Leanne was like, you can't sing. Nobody likes your show and all that. So it was a two part episode. We watched that. Then we had to go back to rehab. So, so this, we've gotten. We did watch what happens live this year. I so, saw, yeah. So we we got fully fell off the wax. We almost got sucked back. We almost got back addicted. I mean, what if they was, just? What if Bravo needs viewers, so they're just bringing you back on, so they have like four more to watch. Eyeballs? Yeah. You're like, yeah, we're people's couch coming back. Let's do this. 
I wish. I mean, we, yeah, we wish. So we, we have watched, we couldn't miss Kathy Hilton. So we have watched Beverly Hills. Yes. I mean, I don't know what I, uh, well, Kathy Hilton is, I mean, it's just worth getting out of, it's worth getting and re getting addicted for. Cause she's, yeah. I want, it she really needs her own show. I feel, I feel like magic. I feel like magic. People, people that their defense of not liking Kathy Hilton is taking into account their, her whole life. And I'm like, yo, 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 I'm watching this season. I don't need to know what she did in the nineties. I don't need to know what she did. Like I know I get Paris. She was mom to Paris. I get it. But I don't need to know any of that stuff. You know? Yeah. Plus we love that. Yeah. I love all of it. I love all of it. We don't even care. She's best friends with Michael Jackson. She literally named. Isn't that amazing? Just put pictures of them and Michael over her fireplace. Fine. It's like in her $56 million house. And they made a pact to both name their daughters Paris. And then they both did. And now Kathy like totally backtracks and goes, no, I just love Paris. It's like, no, no, no. You and Michael, you made the pact. It's, genius we love every i named her second. paris yeah uh, i love dill i mean have you watched sorry <laughs> you need to watch uh, cooking with paris and kathy's on it oh my god it was i love mm. what you're doing in here paris like oh, it's yeah. so fun it's so, good. so good i love dill yeah <laughs> she i love dill Wait. paris i love dill i had to go get julie and i go do people like dill as a thing? Is that like a thing people love? Is that like a spice that people- well, Now, love? what are you doing over there, Paris? Now, what are you doing over there? I mean, uh, and you know what? Say what you want about her. She's obsessed with her own daughters. She's obsessed yeah. with those two girls. She'll do anything for them. And so then what else is there? What else is there? Yeah. It's amazing. You know I, <laughs> I like that we don't see Rick. I like that Rick is kind of like- oh, Who cares like, about Rick? No, but I love that he could just be next season just stumbling around the back, kind of like Perfect. Uh, Caitlin used to do in Keeping <laughs> yes. Up with the Kardashians. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. going to play with my helicopter now. <laughs> you know? If Rick yeah, transitions. Exactly. Oh, my God. That's the only way we get off this Erica story. I Rick would transition. Die. Yeah. <laughs> if all the husbands, I mean, now that. That, that is good. So, I mean, I'm sure I'll get canceled for that. But still. Oh. It's so deep. Like the Rick, Maurizio, oh. how they didn't talk. Mm. I mean, that Oh, goes, I know. It's it, so about, good. The real estate wars between. Yeah. And then, we saw Kathy's mansion. It, it finally got put up for sale. It's like $56 million. And guess who mm-hmm. has the listing for it? Maurizio? Baron. The son. Oh, uh, my God. Perfect. And then his daughters are in whatever their names are. Their names are like They're France listing agents Fra- too, aren't they? Fra- okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fra- yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're all in real estate too. They're like, oh, God. Do, you, does Ka- do you believe... I was not sure that Kathy and Rick had it that deep, that 56 million. I wasn't sure. I'm like, did they have that kind of cash? And then for a sudden be like, I feel so poor in here, you know? And like, it's, so, yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. It's like, I love rich people. Rich people are just, they oh. have it. And, and it's like a play home for Kathy and Rick to play around with and right. just do what they want. They don't have to live here because Rick is obviously ensconced or like melded together with their mansion they've lived in. Um, now I'm thinking about the Michael Jackson. Do you think Kathy like supported when Michael Jackson started dressing in all military wear? Of like, Michael, I love what you're doing with the other yeah, ones. You know, like, I think so because Kathy's got a, she's kind of got a funky fashion sense. Yeah. We're seeing, right? Yeah. Do you- He's an artist and we have to support what artists do. The Jackson family is uh, very uh, out there. I don't mind it. I don't yeah, I think she was also is the most famous. I think for famous people and people in general, when you're, if the most famous person in the world is not only dressing in military wear, but doing other things that are, which we all knew was going on all wanted to yeah. put our, you know, shut yeah. our eyes to you do because it's the most famous person in the world with music that you love that boot our childhood, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, he could have done anything he wanted and she would yeah. have been right there. I mean, yeah. we ne- I, I like what you said about like, we all knew, but we all never like, I mean, I questioned like, I was a kid and the thriller album, I think he was laying with a tiger, like seductively. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, yeah. And to me, it was totally normal, made all the sense in the world. And then you grow up and it's the same thing with Erica Jane to me, though, is that, mm. OK, so here's something she's bragged about insane amount of wealth. I know he's a very uh, Tom was a very powerful lawyer, but I'm like, how much do lawyers really make? Like how mm. I, I always in the back of my head thought like something's weird, but I never wanted to accept it. And I guess you could say same with Ben Shaw from Salt Lake, which I don't think you guys watch, but the, the, the Erica Jane thing, shouldn't we have already always known something weird was going on? The yeah. dumb Dorado. 
I didn't know from that man. That man, I would have held his hand till the end of time and time began. Tom Durati was my friend. He was my mentor. He was everything to be Tom Durati. My son flipped his car over 13 times and it snowed up there in Pasadena. It snowed quite a bit. That man's arm fell off. Head disattached from his body. There was a burglar that came in and his glaucoma exploded. I didn't know. Nobody called me for 13 hours. A home intruder flared his glaucoma up. I mean, just fucking. When did she become a habitual compulsive liar? She made it sound like Tom like did face it like like Tom knew jitsu and he took him down. Like it did make it sound like like he swept the leg and the burglar he Pasadena. He came out of his panic room and there there was a burglar and a robber. A robber and also a burglar or an intruder. It was old time. See it was 1912 and a burglar came into the house. It makes it does seem like it is the like the hamburglar or something and you 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 kind of picture in my head, you picture like like Tom with like a fire poker, you know, like he grabs <laughs> yes. the first oh, yeah. thing and it's like a right. fire and there's like fi- a big fire yes. going on in yes. the mansion. Yeah. yeah, they still have that old timey <laughs> thing with this broom and shit right. by the fire and the, the wrought iron yeah, thing. Yeah, the wrought iron thing. Yeah. Everybody's parents had yes. in the 80s. He, handed like- <laughs> he took the poker because that's all there was next to our bed, our bedroom <laughs> by the shiver <laughs> It's like it's like home alone with Tom, though. And he's like, oh. I must defend the orphan and widow's money I've stolen. You know, yeah, that's right. I mean, well, we knew that if like defense attorneys who are obviously the scum of the earth and we say that with love, one of our good friends is a huge <laughs> we say that. as long yeah. as you say it with love, yeah. you can yeah. say whatever you with, want with now. all due, with all due, with all due, with all due, with all due. I mean, yeah, yeah it is wait, what, it is wait, 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 are you saying Roy Black friend? Yeah, yes. yeah. Oh, oh, wow. Real House was a my way out. I've never met Leah in person, but that's okay. Okay, I got yeah, it. Well, yeah. you could have Leah come on if you want. I yeah. mean, oh, my God. Know. I would love it. I mean, what an icon. Like three seasons. I, I mean, icon. When, she, when icon. she put, I finally watched Miami for the first time during the pandemic because I was always scared of it for some reason. Mm-hmm. And so amazing. Can't believe she she's is, not oh my back God. for the reboot. It's ridiculous. Cannot. She's Oh, are you kidding? We begged. Yeah. She's like one of our best friends. And mm-hmm. no simply way. Be, simply because we lurked because we were obsessed. <laughs> she's to us. It's just like <laughs> Nini, you know, Lisa Vanderpump, Bethany. Like you have these like temple people. And Leah yes. is that she is the queen of Miami. Yep. And we and we hung out with them for years. And it's like and Roy and these defense attorneys, they are the scum of the fucking planet. <laughs> well, did you watch Cocaine Cowboys people. on Netflix? Yeah, we've yeah. seen new one. Roy was, I mean, but like, yeah. well, no, I, I once DM'd Leah during the pandemic to say I was a big fan and like really amazing, you know, and I got like, I think a, um, a like a, an automatic response to buy her face cream or something. And I was like, <laughs> okay, like, I, I don't think it was her. I think it was yeah. like her assistant saying to well, buy a face yeah. cream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, she will well, come. She will for sure come on. We'll let her know. Yeah. Oh, she's, please. She's oh, super my God. Fun. Icon. Um, so Erica, though, it is weird. We had, we hear all these stories. I believe she is a bad liar, but she almost tries to turn it around and gaslights the audience into um, making us think that her story above the orphan and widows is this like, I feel like she thinks she is preparing herself for one of the most amazing comebacks in history when it really is not about her. What is your opinion watching her? She is trying to be the victim. And now all of a sudden it's like, he didn't care about me. He said, I spent all this money. He in the affairs. He was I like, see- Yep. But you were defending him the whole time and you're and we all knew about the affairs or whatever. And you didn't care. Right. I, I mean, I'm totally I'm just not in her corner whatsoever. And it's I do believe she knew. And like what I was going to say about about Roy and defense attorneys is they do make a million dollars a minute and will literally take a call while they're like eating play mignon. Like I'm just on the phone. I'm making ten thousand dollars the next two minutes. And shit. But Roy told us yeah. that just in terms of like the law community that you know, um, Tom Girardi. Personal injury. Tom, he's Tom a, Girardi. Tom Girardi. He's a, he's a glorified ambulance chaser. Yeah. I mean, he's a personal yeah. injury attorney. They're, they're ambulance chasers and other lawyers of, I mean, you can be a fucking divorce lawyer and you're going to get more respect yeah. in the community than those guys get. And and like with Michael Avenatti, who we've, we also, you know, is also a really cool guy. Yep. Again, the only way for these 
personal injury attorneys to ever make money is by stealing from their clients, unfortunately. So anytime you meet one that's rich, it's like, okay, you're robbing your <laughs> clients. Well, or at least is, is that kind of rich. It's like, you might be Salino and Barnes at that point. Oh. Right? Okay, you could be rich. But that is what Tom Girardi is. He's Salino and Barnes. He's Jacoby and Meyer. He is. Did you fall down the steps? Did you fall down the steps? Now he's doing a class, giving you a class action situation. So if 5,000 people have vaginal mesh and man boobs <laughs> because of because of, <laughs> yeah. because of oh, so you can see starch. my man boobs from there. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Like he's trying to cash in on that. He wants to do a class. He wants a large group of people. Yeah. Because he wants that kind of money. But still. And she knows. I so, believe she knew because you just but, know. You just know. Right. I mean, but even let's say let's say benefit of the doubt. Let's just say she didn't know that he was stealing from people. She knew there was shady stuff. She knew there was whatever. Let's say she didn't know at this point. Now what you're doing now you look gross. Now well, you just look gross. So so now you should be slogging off, slinking off into the corner, not yes. going on Instagram, saying you're sorry, being humble, being just being quiet. You mean and, on Instagram, you didn't appreciate when she said I'm watching <laughs> buffoons eat my pussy. You didn't yeah. think that was a cool thing to do. And with I thought picture, that was very sympathetic to the victims. What does that mean? With the picture of her with her legs open, too. <laughs> The picture in and of itself without the cap, the horrific, horrendous. I'll captain. give you money to stop. Like, I want this to stop. Like, <laughs> yeah. I uh, mean, just then on the show, how she's acting, it's like there's just a way there was just could have been a way for her to have seen to have actually seem sympathetic and still be a liar. You could and, do both. You know I mean? Yes. Yeah. You, well, yeah. like, don't you think you've watched these shows forever up until you took a yeah. break from them, but it, it's their egos that we love. But at the same time, yeah. she cannot, she cannot retire the ego for some reason. She like, can't. It, it's like this magical thinking in her head where she's like, they still love me. They still all like, I need to, it's me, me, me. And I feel like it, it would be, even if you have the law community saying, you can't say this, you can't say that you can still say, I'm very upset about the situation. And yes. Right. To figure out what is happening. You know, I mean, yeah. she was deluded beforehand. I mean, I think there's a delusion also being that she paid that much money to with her glam squad or whatever, yeah, that, but she well, then paid to perform. It yeah. wasn't like, oh, right. you she, know what I mean? She like paid to perform in those gay clubs. I heard right. like the, so it's in, like, the beginning. So yeah. you're putting, you're already, pro, you're already promoting and you're a, like a fraud. A fraud. A you're fraud. already a fraud. So that's fine. You know what? A lot of these people on Housewives, they rent a house for the season. They they're all perpetrating some sort of fraud. Fine. But at the end of the day, now that your husband stole from fucking burn victims, you go, oh, OK, I'm going to just quiet down now and I'm going to go. I'm not going to complain I'm, about my square footage just, across the street. From right. Army Hammer. Things are horrible oh, for me. I, by like, the way, she showed her new house and I was like, it's still going to be bigger than any place that I ever live in in of my course. life. And, and her new house was pool. gorgeous. And then yeah. she said earlier in the season, I don't know if you guys, she said like, we used to keep the pool heated 24-7 and now I had to turn <laughs> off because it's just too expensive. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I've never been in a heated pool. I have cold yeah. pools that I enjoy, you know? <laughs> Yeah, it's like that. She was it's already, exactly and, like that. And the thing is, she was already so vulgar. I thought it was just annoying. Vulgar, I'm like, good I'm one, like Housewives have, has evolved to good the one. point where we're not still dealing with Kim Zolciak and the synthetic wigs in the townhouse, <laughs> the, the, you know, with Mr. The, Big or whatever. The, the Halcyon days. Those are the amazing dream yeah, days. Yeah. yeah. I love where they're pretending that they're rich, richer than they are. It had evolved to a point where I felt like there was there was just more of a like Lisa Vanderpump legitimately rich doesn't yes. brag about right. it's just the way Erica right. was constantly on her fucking glam swat. I thought all of that stuff was super tragic, super yep. vulgar. And yep. it was like, that's where you hit left too hard because yep. it's like you were pushing this this lifestyle. Yeah. And now you just you look like an asshole because the burn victims, you couldn't write it in a movie. You'd say it's no, too on the nose. Exactly. Cool. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has 
has all the seasonal must-haves like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E. F-O-O-D-S dot com. Well, Brandy, I know you're a huge fan of her music. Does it upset you (laughs) as somebody that's a pop into pop music to does it ruin you when you hear her music now? Um, I don't think anything will ever ruin any of the housewives songs. And I mean, nothing. we do click the keys and Google me. We are on fly above candy. We have Melissa Gorga. By the way, Melissa Gorga gets made fun of a lot, but I'm saying on display and to watch her try to be a beautiful song. Back Beautiful in the song. day, it was really Beautiful fun, song. you know? Oh, we, and we love Melissa. And, Are you um, kidding me? Also, and also on display, couch. on display, every day, every day. So and jo- Joey in the studio going, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm sorry, every Countess Luann song is a hit. Oh. You can't, yeah. you just can't deny. You just can't go. Oh. I was standing in front of these people who did not find me funny, drunk at, <laughs> late at night in front of probably the Froyo shop. Ralph's or oh, okay. in West Hollywood, probably the Froyo shop, Demi Lovato tried to. Oh. <laughs> so there are these, these people are sitting there and Julie's in, like, I think inside with our friend Johnny getting frozen yogurt. And I'm like drunk and like standing in front of them, trying to be hilarious. Like I'm Tap like, doing a type five and they weren't laughing. Nothing could get them. Nothing could get them on board. And then finally I went, Money can buy, <laughs> and they died. And I was like, "Mic drop." Nobody can withstand the money Nobody. can't buy you. Class. Did you Nobody. see Kelly Clarkson got to meet Countess Luann this week? No. And Kelly Clarkson sang uh, "Money Can't Buy You Class," <sighs> and there's an Instagram video on Luann's, and I. And I reposted oh. and I said, wow, that Kelly Clarkson got to meet an icon today. And of course, <laughs> Count, Countess Luann reposted that because in her head, she's in like Bette Midler status, which she kind <laughs> of is in a way. Except Kelly Clarkson sing your song. That mm. is legendary. Really, I love that. I mm. would if I was if COVID didn't happen, I would have followed her around like the dead. Like I would have gone town <laughs> to town. Just yeah. like just on different forms of acid at each one. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. like it's a fish concert. That's a, yeah. great idea. Yeah. a great idea. Oh shit, she opened with money this time. Oh my god, 30 minute drum solo on you. <laughs> trying to find mushrooms in each town. <laughs> yeah. Nobody is on drugs here. It's yeah. just all martinis. <laughs> martinis. Yeah. Oh, um, uh okay, so back to the Beverly Hills reunion. We come out hitting hard, though, because Erica Jane gets like the opening like monologue where like she goes, I want to make these victims whole. (laughs) And she uses that. She says, I want to make these victims whole, which I thought was like, that's like poetic. That's like Shakespearean almost. But then I talked to a bunch of my lawyer friends and I guess that's lawyer speak. What does it mean? Yeah, Like, I want to make sure they get their money back. Yeah, yeah, like if, if they've been hurt by Tom Girardi, I want to make them complete. You know, I want to make sure that they're taken care of. But I thought I was like, wow, Erica yeah. just came up with whole. But I guess that's a lawyer phrase, which is and even then more disgusting. Is that like not get- from her portion of <laughs> Yeah, not right. from my portion of money, but <laughs> right. I like Tom. Yeah, it's yeah. also like a gambling. I thought with some it's like a gambling term, too, like when you make someone whole. But then again, 
I was surprised she said that at all because she had to. I'm sure her lawyer, like, you know, yes. she was told she had to say it. She had to say it. When oh. she said, I, I've been told that I've been cold this entire season. I've been told. Like, I've you been didn't told know that you're a fucking cold yeah. asshole. I, I could have told you that six years ago. Like, I mean, it is funny that this is the, the season also that PK gets celebrated. And like, we're like, remember when he <laughs> called her inherently cold many seasons ago, yeah. you know? And now people, and this is why sometimes I get really frustrated with my female audience that listens. Like, PK said two good things back to back episodes and they immediately were like, I want to fuck PK. I want to like, they were like, literally like, man, that guy's hot. I'm like, that's all it takes is two good things. Episode to episode. It's just wild. Now I will say this. Okay. I will say for anyone listening, I'm a, I'm full as is that, and, and you are a full time PK hater, like, full time. PK. I hater. used to be a full time PK hater. It looked like yeah, a stuffed baked potato. Yeah. Full time. Full time. Okay. It was my 24 hour job. So, <laughs> you know, I find him to be smug and arrogant and cocky. And I think that he's completely fucking sexist. Now, on the other hand, he has come to me this season as he's hanging out with Mauricio. He loves to drink. He loves to eat. He's constantly eating. He's partying. He just wants to have us. a good time. Over drink and overeat. <laughs> and I was and thinking inappropriate. Right. <laughs> and so I realized that if I were to be in this, this situation with these people, me, me physically and me personally with these people, I'm quite sure I'd have a great time with PK because we would just you're laughing, you're eating, you're drinking. And he's coming correct with some of the shit about Erica. So I just had to be like, you know what? I got to dial it back. I, I yeah. got to give it to the guy. But it's so easy for guys, though. It's just like, yeah. oh, since he ate and drank, we like I'll consider hanging out with him. Like, yeah. that's well, it's just because he was because he's funny. It's because he's yeah. funny. And he's also I think there's a thing with these housewives or these women, these particular women. And I don't begr- look, look, I get it. We're in Holly. You're in Beverly Hills. God forbid you eat a, 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 anything. You know what I mean? They're constant yeah. about their weight and their looks and surgery and the do do do. I get it. 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 But for for me, it was just like, and I think for Brandy too, it was like, God, do we want to be in a situation where we're just like fucking laying it back, drinking, saying whatever <laughs> we want, not worrying about it? And you know, this British fucking asshole is gonna be right there. So I had to fucking <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I had do to you ever like, picture him and Mauricio because they, you know, he always loves to tea like him and Mo are like buddies now. Like I always try to imagine them at the bar, and he's like they're trying to pick up women, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm the oh, good looking sure. one. My ugly friend Mo here wants to say <laughs> hi." You know, like he's yes. the one that like r- like lays the rap down. You know, yeah, for sure. But I know that I would feel comfortable to be like, "Why don't you shut the fuck up, you fat ass?" <laughs> and he would respect you. Shit. He'd be like, he would love that. I that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, that's oh. what I'm saying. Like, stop talking like, stop talking like that, sir. But or whatever. But yeah, exactly. exactly. Four episodes ago, he then dropped subtly at, in the form of a joke. He also lost $2 billion. Oh, yes. And he was like, I haven't found the money yet. I'm <laughs> I've been looking, looking for it. I'm looking for it. <laughs> right. Which then says to you, we've we've been surmising all along. You are also a criminal. Yeah. So that's fine. And I do believe yeah. he's got some shady shit in the, uh, in the old closet. But yeah, Twitter, Twitter was like, Bravo Twitter was like, oh, when the reunion's over, Dorit's going to be hiding from, right, you know, right. like oh, they're right. going to be going to be hiding from the fans like PK is hiding from the tax collectors. <laughs> well, did you ever see that video of somebody mm. approaching uh, Dorit on vacation in the pool? And it was like that this lady approached her and put it on video of like, you know, your husband stole all of my husband's money and it was like chasing <gasps> her around a pool no. in like Cabo or something like that. And she was like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about you know with her indiscriminate she's dressed like us yeah i and don't dressed know like she's like a person in front of like a marching band <laughs> <laughs> like, like a fucking band it's, leader of a football game yes, or something good I don't understand. Yeah, okay. um, so weird why is lisa renna so horrible do you have any thoughts <laughs> it's, i like the, look uh. <laughs> i'm thinking like one is Sutton's like clearly she barely even I'm surprised they didn't bring in like you're fired during the reunion <laughs> maybe in part three they'll be like well here's your contract we're terminating it we're going to do this as part of the show like clearly Erica's like put her on an island so Sutton's gone and it made me go into this deep thing of like Lisa Rinna has really Julie and I went through a whole thing we're like wow Denise Richards fucking Teddy because because we didn't watch it we didn't we haven't seen anything of Denise Richards we haven't seen anything of Teddy but of course we know oh, you didn't see that see oh you would hate Lisa. Okay, sorry. But what I'm saying is she, how does she stay prolific on this cast yet they come and go? I think Teddy I seems like- It's crazy. Like, I don't know. They, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, I'm wondering how Lisa Rinna has managed to become 
as big as I guess Kyle and Lisa right. Vanderpump. Now we didn't see that season, like you said. Apparently, she was unlikable because I have not watched anything where I haven't been like, I would pay to be in a room with Lisa Rinna while she dances around trying to sell her duster on QVC, <laughs> and also just again another person who seems like for all their fail for all their failings or whatever they seem fun. They seem fun. I she think you got to watch last season. You got to watch last season of it. Like she was so horrible to Denise and supposedly oh. the rumor was, you know, Denise hooked up with Brandy and Brandy like let that. And then it wasn't Rinna's business at all. And Denise said, right. Hey, you're going to ruin my family. And Rinna kept yeah. pushing, kept pushing, kept pushing. Oh. And it was not even had nothing to do with Rinna. And so that's why there's like residual anger this season when Rinna is going so hard on Garcelle during the like, have a breakthrough. Yeah, yeah. And then she's like, <laughs> And then she just has that the cackle that rattles around in my brain of like, ha, where like Carol Channing would be like, it's too much, too much, you know? Yeah. Oh. It was definitely intense, that whole Watch What Happens live exchange where it was oh. like, bring back, you know, but then you have to oh, kick that's someone right. off. Oh, that's someone right. has to leave. Right. If we and bring Andy goes, LR. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Andy, the shit stirrer of the century. Of the of century. Party. He's but, the Kyle Richards post, you know? Yeah. So I think, and, and it was, it was a fucking cringe when she moved to the couch. Oh, we couldn't even That's what I'm saying. Like, I couldn't even believe somebody's personal. Ex- you, you oh. may, she tried to make that moment happen. And I think Oof. that's, but by the way, I also think, I don't know if you guys like me hating somebody on the show is part of me liking the show. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not asking for her to leave. I don't want no. her fired. I don't want, no. but it is something that it, 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 that shows you how little I am for personal growth. I can get so impassioned about that, you know? Yeah, I mean, I yeah. can see that she would be like that too, especially when it's like, don't talk about my husband! Like, shit like that, where you're like, you're insane. You are legitimately yes. insane. And she's so like, lucky to have this job. I mean, because think about, uh, I, mean, I grew up with her on like Melrose Place and like her her tagline is, my lips are legendary, but some, and I'm like, your lips are jacked. Like, that, I mean, we, we, we it's like, we. she has a makeup line and how I remember her is that she had got, got botched plastic surgery that she admitted to. I remember hearing interviews that she had done too much. And now I love that she can rewrite history. And now she's kind of like this legend because of Housewives. Mm. It's like a really interesting second act. And she's pretty lucky nobody's digging deep into Harry what Harry Hamlin's doing <laughs> I don't in know Canada. Why By the way, did you see that scene of like, he's like, nobody can get in or out. Uh, if you try to visit, I'm going to be uh, quarantining there for the next yeah. couple yeah. of years. Uh, yep. so- yeah, and it's like, and nobody went that deep with Scott Disick and her daughters. Yeah. I mean, she can't really withstand a bunch of scrutiny, I don't think. And all no. of a sudden now Harry's like, apparently, because when we, when we dipped... Harry Hamlin would be scarcely ever seen. He might just do a cross yep. or he'd have his glasses on somewhere briefly. But now he's going and full, filming full dinners and shit. Right. So they're clearly- but you, he's got his sauce. you can tell you, oh, the bolognese. If I hear one more, <laughs> like it's turned me off Italian food for the rest of the year. Like, it's like, um, <laughs> you guys, when you dip though, when you come back, is it, because I, w- I was thinking if like, if I had went back and watched 13 years ago, the season premiere of Real House or the series premiere of Real Housewives of Orange County, and then now watched what it is, I would be like, holy shit, what is, it, it just yeah. seems like we're, we're involving crime now. And is there, is there, is there going to yeah. be a murder? What, when you guys come back and watch, do you notice like huge um, differences in tone and, and things like that? Or Well, we stopped in 2016. So um, at, well, basically we watched all 2016. So probably 2017, we stopped. So I can say, bar none, it's no, it's exactly the same. Redundant as fuck. <laughs> you can go for two years and pop back in and you know everything. Like, oh, cool. I mean, we're back. The only person we had to get to know was Sutton. We never saw Denise. Right. We never saw, but we kind of followed. You know, we somebody tweeted us about Below Deck and said, oh, I like Below Deck. Yeah. And we used to watch that too. But that Bravo has gotten to the point now, there's, you know, these shows have been on for so long that it's now become a game of like entrapment where somebody, you, Somebody plants a seed, whether it's drugs or cheating or whatever it may be. And then they spend the season like investigating and unraveling this one thing, but it's always a little too much. Mm -hmm. Like, it's kind of like you're watching someone's life implode and you're not really you're. We're just looking for Jax and like Stassi (laughs) or for Kristen to fuck Jax and then them to get into this fight. Like we're more into that. Just like get too drunk at the charity event and be embarrassing and something like that. I mean, I do think I did notice this year across the board, they were trying to be like, like, I don't know. They were trying to do like a we care about societal issues oh, kind yeah. of. So we're going that. to add oh, yeah, yeah. 
like a sort of a divert. We want to learn. We want to do cultural learning. And it's just like, you know, those things are important. Fine. But for these shows, it's just so it's just so it's not authentic. It's you can tell that it's pandering and it's just. You know, I, I sometimes wonder, I guess, because I've not taken a break. So I'm so I- ingratiated and probably like Stockholm syndrome, like, you know, where yeah. I'm like, OK, so it is not natural at first, you know, and I'm like, OK, but it, do we have to suffer through or not suffer or have a couple of seasons of this so it actually properly integrates and we can actually have a I don't know, yeah. I, I you know, you try. But you, you, of course, and especially with Vanderpump Rules, when it's like, yo, I mean, the first problem is people shouldn't be hanging out that work together in bars for 15 years. Like, you know, it's like, <laughs> I'm not I, I worked at a bar. I don't still talk to my bar backs, you know, right. like and no, they right. were forced to. Um, do you guys have about 10, 15 more minutes or you have to go now? For 10 minutes? Yes, we have 10 minutes. Okay, cool. Um, I wanted to talk about in terms of Andy, though, in you guys used to host the Vanderpump Rules after show, and I watched every episode and I loved it. Like I because I just really loved that show. To me, it still is the cream delay. I mean, it is to me the top. Those first five, four seasons and the sixth season are amazing. What was that experience like being able to do that? Like, was that amazing or horrifying? <laughs> no, it was amazing. It was awesome. I mean, it was amazing. Yeah, and we it was awesome. because we loved, especially at that time. I mean, Bravo was was just everything. I mean, it was I mean, I don't even know. I couldn't have made it. I mean, all those years without Bravo period. It was just, you know, the only way I could not be in a depression, probably kill myself, honestly. <laughs> God forbid I have to think about why my dad never gave me the proper attention and affection. But it's we loved that show. It was it, it is the penultimate in terms of there's guys and girls. Yes. It's not just girl heavy. Right. We always loved Jax yes. from the dawn of time. You said that me. and you even said that on Watch What Happens Live and Jax is yeah. one of my mortal enemies just from the show, <laughs> like a true sociopath. But you said he was the best. Like even we, during the show, I we'd think. met him. We'd met him at bars. Yeah. And I got to say, and for me, you know, I, I, I as when I am with her in a bar situation and with guys like that in general with guys, there is a thing where like guys are disgusting and they are creeps and pervs and they don't let up and they are fucking just give it a fucking rest, please just give it a rest. He isn't like that. And even though he's a womanizer and a cheater and whatever he is, he's not a creep and he's not a fucking perv, at least publicly. He's respectful. He's funny. He's nice. And he was, he, he let, he makes you go to him rather than him go to you. And I appreciate it regardless of what these people are going to do towards him. He isn't doing what other guys do. And for that alone, for me, he's like fucking at the top. And but he- that's, the, but that's real life too. That's not based on what we see on the show. No, that's, that's real life. That's a real right? person. Like that's and personal that was, experience. That was before we ever, we just met him at the bar. Like prior to even people's couch. Oh, at right. sir. Oh, at like when you act. Oh, okay. At actual sir before the show. Yeah. So we okay. would have, we would meet him and he was just cool. He would, he will, if he flirts with girls, he'll flirt with gay guys. Yeah. He'll flirt with right. he's like, he's not fucking threatened. He isn't yeah. worried about it. He isn't, he's not desperate. And it's just like, there's a thing. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know how else to explain it. No, I just this is really a hot appreciate take, actually. it. This is actually a very, because I I was, I would watch you say that on Watch What Happens Live. And I read, and it was like a very different take than what anybody gives about Jackson, what we actually see with our own eyes from the reality show. You I know? feel like it's so important because yeah. from my perspective, as someone who's on hates the, men. <laughs> well, <it's> on the, <laughs> well, on the outside of watching men, <laughs> how they treat women and how particularly yeah, around definitely. her when yeah, I'm with definitely. her in the, in the world, men are fucking disgusting. And he just wasn't like that. So for me, I just feel like whether he's like that interpersonally in a private situation, I have no idea, but I can tell you publicly, which is for, that's just all I can respond to. I just appreciate it. I just, it's so yeah. different from other men. It just is cool. He's cool. Also I have to say, I remember when we, when we did it, we, that was the first season of Brittany and we were, so we were, we just really love her because she really is honestly one of the friendliest, yeah, she's like so most nice. beautiful, yeah. nice people. And plus we were all sort of just like, she was just new and we were new and we were like, let's whatever. And she was so sweet. But I remember telling Julie, 
yeah, what's he going to do now? Like, unless he just cheats on her. (laughs) Yeah, he's not going to have a a storyline. But he went and he freaking stole the sunglasses. (laughs) Brilliant. I'm like, brilliant, man. I'm here in Hawaii trying to find that sunglass cut. I'm doing a true crime podcast just following around Jax's exploits in Hawaii. So So uh, good. I mean, uh, do it all. Do it all. Go where they showed the boobs and they got uh, all pissed off at Lala because she had her titties out. Like, the whole whole Hawaii (laughs) trip was genius. And that's to me the brilliance of him and that show. Yeah, was like yeah. still stealing sunglasses. Yeah. Like he'll never let you down. And no. that's very LA to me too. Or that's very like to me that is kind of the reality show version of they always call themselves the cast of Friends. But it was like really right. you saw like there's the person that lies to try to like make themselves feel better. There's yeah. Sandoval trying to do dress up before he like. There's all of these different personalities that we had all recognized in our 20s and 30s a little bit. Yeah, yeah. and the other the other revelation for us was Sheena, who was one of the nicest people on the planet, and that she we went and partied with them many times and whatever and you know what she's just so Sheena. sweet like she's she texted one, she like text would te- text to make sure that we got home okay at 3 a.m or she's she's very sweet she's really yeah. truly truly very sweet so there's she just- got us these wine glasses that for because we went to a christmas party and it said one said j and one said b and we left them there of course we're wasted <laughs> and never got them and she's like i just gave them to jackson Brittany. and we're like okay <laughs> Oh man, you aren't watching this season with uh Brock. Like, I mean, like, I would love, oh, I Brock. wish I could get your take on Brock because he's like, you know, a, a New Zealander. Yeah, well, we know because we've hu- we've hung out with, Sh- with Sheena since, yeah, even when she's like, I'm going to get with this guy. And like the very first time they were going to hook up, and we yeah. were like, oh my god, Australian. And like, right. we were like so into it. And then all through, and then when she was pregnant, we saw her. So, I mean, I mean, but the show like, is different than knowing in real life. What we get to see sometimes on the show is a different aspect of actual. Is, and reality, how is how know? is Brock coming across? Not great, you guys. And I know. Oh, so no. he's like, and I can't do accents, but he's like, uh, hey, guys, I'm, how are you? I'm Brock. <laughs> I've got three. Zealand. I sound like an, I have got three kids. I haven't seen in four years. And he makes. Is he a leprechaun? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not good at it. Come on. We all can't do great voice work like you. Come I on. can't do it either. You did a great Erica. Are you kidding me? Like, oh, she, um, well, she does Australian for British now. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, I have one accent and that's it. And it <laughs> melds into one thing. That's all. <laughs> no, it's but, but Sheena's so like Sheena, like. I think, you know, they're definitely going to get married. I think all of that stuff, but it, it's Sheena will though make it not excuses, but like, no, this is the reason why this is the reason why this is why mm-hmm. he's like that. You know, how he, she always is. So for her dude, like mm-hmm. throws yeah. down. So I think he is painted as the quote unquote, maybe villain of the season or something. So, uh, Oh well, no. Good. You know what? But good for Sheena though, because maybe. they, they, I, she needs a storyline. We used to tell That's her like true. during that That's we true. were around, I would be like this, Sheena, just do some lesbian shit. Like do some lesbian shit. Sheena. I mean, kind of. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like that like, would have totally, I mean, yeah. Would have rocked. Uh, I love how she used to hint of like, I do threesomes all the time. Like, oh yeah. Like back in the day, football players, John Mayer, anything. Um, <laughs> Julie and Brandy, I really could talk to you guys forever. Thank you. I mean, I genuinely are heroes in this field for me. Like, I really uh, look up to you guys. And that's why I've sweated at least 50% less than the first time I've met you. Um, That is such a nice thing to say. Thank you so much. Really, uh, honestly. Uh, dumb gay politics you guys got to go subscribe this actually makes it fun this is good this, this is informs and they're just <laughs> so damn funny and they do present it like bravo so that's your in right there you guys uh, i hope you'll come back on at some point because i uh, just i'd laugh so much and uh and thank you thank you thank you anytime, oh, anytime. next yeah. time we'll do it live in hawaii in your bed <laughs> how dare you you are kidding um but uh yeah please please come on anytime you want to bitch about bravo and or i'll just catch you up on what's happening okay that sounds yeah. great anytime that was it was fun for us it was awesome to talk yeah, to you it was. now okay. you don't well, need to sweat anymore and we like to have a reason to go back into our addiction yeah like, oh we yeah. have to do ryan's Wait, podcast okay yeah. let's hey how about this too bravo I'll throw it in there. Even though uh, you hate guys, I would love to drink with you <laughs> guys at some point. At some point oh, when yeah. it's safe, I'm, I'll get the booster. I'm vaxxed already. I'll I'll stay 10 feet yes, away. But we it will. would be an honor to drink with you guys. Uh, and, and I would so love fun. it. I can tell already you're a gentleman. <laughs> what a delight. I know everyone's going to think I hate. I don't. It, well, we no, no, no. Get I know, it next I, time. No, no, no. I know exactly. <laughs> I, I, I've started dating, dating recently and I, I talked to somebody for the third time and they said, thank you so much. And I was like, for what? And they're like, for not asking me for a nude. And I was like, what? Like it happens that quickly. Like that's, it's disgusting. So anyways, uh, thank you guys. And hopefully we'll talk very soon. We hope so. Nice thank you. you. Talk soon. Have fun in Hawaii. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> 
Betches.